0: No, we're not. Uh, you had to fuck it up, didn't you? <laughs> All these goddamn episodes, you had to fuck I've it been, up. You know, I've been wanting to go at you for that shit.
1: What is going on, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to Gizmo's Corner yet again. The episodics. We've got Mandalorian chapter five, and unfortunately, returning for his uh, third or fourth time, we got Jeremy.
0: What's going on, man? Unfortunately, <laughs> that's racist. At that, at this point, that's just a racist comment, and I, I'm gonna cry.
1: Oh no! Don't cry. I'm sorry, man. That was a terrible intro.
0: I love I love it. I mean, honestly, it's. It's a good... It it was true. You know, unfortunately, you guys have to listen to all my wisdom. (laughs) So what's going on, buddy? How's everything going? How you been? Oh, pretty good. You know, just living that life, you know, where I work a lot and just I'm getting by watching these wonderful episodes of The Mandalorian. It's all that brings me happiness and joy in the world. Um, So yeah, some would say I'm the epitome of happiness.
1: So uh, you're loving the show now huh?
0: Oh yeah, I've Been I, loving I, it. I've, yeah, this show's wonderful. I love it. It's great.
1: Okay, good, good man well'm I'm, I'm, uh, I'm intrigued to hear uh, more of your opinions. We're gonna you know dabble a little bit into chapters one through four. I just wanna you know get your take on where the series started and where it's going and you know we are gonna dive deep into spoiler territory for chapter five and all the other previous chapters obviously. Uh, before that, this is going to be a, a little first of Mandalorian talk. Uh, a couple trailers came out uh, that I, I don't I don't want to wait. I, I want to talk about them, so we're going to do it here. I want to start off with Wonder Woman, man. Wonder Woman 84. First take, what's your What's your opinion?
0: Uh, it's, it looks good. I'm probably going to go see it, which is impressive for me to say about a DC franchise movie because usually I'm not a DC person. But it looked like I love the... Just how that trailer looked. It was very appealing. It wasn't super dark. It was actually very light and very bright. Um, so I, I think it looks awesome. I'm in.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I'm not saying that I'm not a huge DC fan. I, I like both the properties, DC and Marvel, but as far as the films go, Marvel definitely has the upper hand over DC. You know, a couple positives for me, I'm I'm gonna agree with you here. It looks looks wonderful. You know, it's got the neon flashing lights. It looks beautiful. She looks beautiful. Mm -hmm. Uh, Watching her move, use the lasso of truth uh, when she's fighting, like a lot of that was really like doing it for me. I, I was really digging it.
0: I heard that they're using a lot of practical effects with that too.
1: With the lasso?
0: Yeah. That's what I heard. I don't know how true most of this. And like the fighting scenes, it's a lot of practical stuff, which uh, like we've seen with the Mandalorian, they're bringing a lot of practical back, which is awesome.
1: Yeah, practical is always a good way to go. I've said this before. It's, um, you know, you can't really go wrong. I mean, you can go wrong with practical if it's done if it's done shitty. Yeah, you could go wrong with it. But you got the budget. Go practical because it's longer lasting visually you know, CG gets dated. You watch anything from the '90s or even the early 2000s, it, it looks dated compared to what we have now. But practical, practical is everlasting. It's going to go on forever, and it looks a million times better in, in general compared to to CG. You know, one one of the uh, one thing I do got to say, DC is very good at making music videos.
0: Yeah, yeah, I uh, that was a good music. I forget what song it was, but it was a good one.
1: It was a <laughs> it was Blue Monday. I forget what the band's name is, but I, I know that it was covered by Orgy in the nineties. Uh, I don't know if anyone remembers that band. They were like a gothic electronic band. They had Blue Monday and Stitches were like their two big songs. But the way this was remixed and dubbed into the trailer, it, it worked really well. Like I was like I was like moving with it and everything. Yeah, yeah. it
0: sounded eighties. Like it it had a good vibe. It had like a. Let's do this vibe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, saying that
1: though, man, I mean, it's, it is very nostalgic. That's something that's very popular nowadays, nostalgia and trekking back to the 80s, especially for, uh, I guess the 80s was a really wonderful time back then. But this one is also digging into the 80s and going nostalgic. Uh, what What are your thoughts on that? Do you think that's a, that's a plus for the movie? Do you think uh, being nostalgic is a little overdone? Uh, what, what do you think?
0: I think in like two years it's going to be super overdone. I think that right now they're they're getting in on it and they're cashing in before it's too late. Uh, Just like I I'd say Stranger Things kind of started it, especially season three of Stranger Mm -hmm. Things, with with their whole mall '80s vibe stuff. So um, this is the next big one that I know of that's doing a huge '80s vibe. I mean, I'm probably missing a lot of media because I don't pay attention to everything. But uh, <laughs> this is the big thing I know of that's doing an, a big 80s theme. And it's, you know, cash in while you can. It works. Everyone likes the 80s because Coke, right? Yeah, cocaine, cool. Yeah, just cocaine. Lots of cocaine. Just, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> that's why i assume everyone liked the 80s it was all was the cocaine the... And... yeah yeah
1: <laughs> here's something we kind of knew was going to happen we knew that uh chris pines character trevor steve trevor was going to be coming back uh in the trailer you do we see kind of like a role re- reversal on them because in wonder woman the first we had diana where she was brought into chris pines world and she didn't she didn't understand what everything was. So he's almost like showing her around and like being like a tour guide for her and explaining what things are. And now here we have him coming back into the eighties as opposed to like the 1919s. And she's explaining to him now what all these things are in the eighties. Like that, that's kind of, you know, the scene at
0: the end, I laughed so hard. She's like, everything here is art, everything. And he looks at a trash can and it's just like, no, that that's trash. Oh, Okay. (laughs)
1: How how he responds to it too is good. He's like, oh yep, that's a trash can. Okay,
0: good, thank you. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it was it's it's interesting seeing the role reversal. Uh, That was actually something I hadn't picked on picked up on. But might I ask, do you think he's real?
1: That you're, you beat me to my question. Thank you. I'm wondering where what his story could be like. We one thing I like about this trailer is they don't tell us a whole lot of what like the main plot is, which I appreciate in a trailer. Is he real? I would say maybe. To an extent, my question was was going to be, do you think he's like he time traveled at the end of Wonder Woman? You know, when he died, apparently. That's you know me in quotes there saying when he died. Like, did he time travel forward in time, and now this is where he time traveled to? Uh, but do I think he's real? Well, we also have to look at who one of our villains is, which is going to be Max Lord, who is played by Pedro Pascal. Uh, he. I don't know if you're familiar with this character at all from the comics, Jeremy, but he's he has the power of persuasion. Did you watch Jessica Jones?
0: Uh, the first season, yes. All
1: right, that's all I meant. Okay, so Killgrave. Kilgrave had the power of persuasion. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's what Max Lord has as well. With something like that, I'm wondering if somehow he affects her mind to make her think she's seeing Steve Trevor this whole time. So is he real?
0: Maybe not. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Especially because like in the beginning of the trailer, it's like, she's so lonely. Yeah. I'm so alone. I haven't moved on from my relationship 70 years ago. Mm-hmm. Or 60 years ago at that point. Um, you know, it, it seems a little weird and then all of a sudden he just pops up. That's I, Especially, it was like right after um, the Lord guy was doing his like, have whatever makes you happy. Infomercial yeah. thing. And I'm like, she sold something like she she did something. I wonder if she might have, like, given up something that might um, endanger the the other Amazons. Yeah. Um, And she'll have to, like, deal with that. Like, yeah. I, I just I'm interested to see what she paid to have him come back, because I think it, it was totally uh she she paid for him i don't think he time traveled i don't think he's real
1: yeah i'm not i'm honestly not seeing time travel as being a thing but i'm with you with the fact that i think he has something to do with steve trevor being here and you bring up another good point with the amazons because she does mention how everybody that she loved is gone the amazons at this point in time they've all gone we don't know if they if they died off or anything we do see a little glimpses of them in the trailer oh okay but I'm not, I don't know if they, like, died off or they are in the process of dying off. So maybe you're right. Maybe she did sell them out to, like, unbeknownst to her. You know what I mean? Like, she unintentionally sold them out uh, to have Steve Trevor
0: back. That or even just, like, some kind of technology. Or do you think... So there's those, like, winged Amazons, I'm, I'm guessing. Could he? she have... Could uh, Wonder Woman have, like, given... What's the dude's name, Lord? Uh, Max Lord. Max Lord. What a baller name. Oh, right? That's that's a good name. But um, giving him something that lets him control, like, the Amazon Valkyries or some bullshit, like, and now he's using them to beat the shit out of people. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah.
1: I see what you're saying now. Like, she sold the Amazons to him. Or at now, least, like,
0: an item that gives him control over a certain group of them.
1: Yeah, which we, see, we do see him in the one scene he's holding, like, a little rock with crystals coming out of it.
0: Yeah, and he looks all crazy in that scene. Not as yeah. well put together for, like, when he was in his infomercial or when you saw him previously. Yeah. Now, he doesn't have, like, any fighting abilities, does he? He just persuades
1: he just persuades like from the comics. What I remember is he's one of the characters. He started off as a good guy. At least you were made to think he was a good guy. And he's was responsible for getting like the justice league put back together after they had separated. Um, but he, he then eventually, and he was just, he, nobody knew he had powers either. I, I, from what I remember, like he was just supposed to be like a Lex Luthor type where he was rich and, and like, you know powerful like that then yeah he was able to persuade people i think he had like the justice league fighting themselves and all that like that kind of stuff it's going to be interesting because one of the things i think the dc films have which I'm, I'm sure you'll agree with me is their villains suck
0: um except for thanos yeah
1: oh th- thanos is marvel my man Don't Oh, i confused. thought you said
0: D- uh yeah i'm fucking dumb no I am staying oh okay (laughs) no I'll cut it out Uh, no you can keep it I don't care whenever whenever I tell my other person to cut stuff she leaves it so you know you do you man (laughs) alright I'll do me (laughs) (laughs) but yeah the uh, other (laughs) all the villains suck dick yeah
1: yeah like the one that I was impressed by the most was probably Black Manta in aquaman and it just sucked because he didn't really get a whole lot of screen time either he just got knocked around a lot but i was enjoying him in aquaman
0: yeah i mean he was awesome to watch his motivation was very like lame like i'm just gonna kill this guy because because angry even though what like Your dad fucked up, man. Hashtag spoilers. Uh, Your dad (laughs) fucked up. Like, uh, Aquaman was a wonderful movie. And I think that's, like, what made DC want to turn less dark as well. Because I recently watched Aquaman, finally. Because I'm super late with DC. Because most of DC sucks. Yeah, I'm with you. Did you watch. uh (laughs) Hashtag what? At me.
1: Yeah, Aquaman. I, I I enjoyed Aquaman. I one of my favorite parts on Aquaman was the guy gets impaled by the narwhal. Yeah, <laughs> right. That was like the best part. Uh, Aquaman was pretty good. Shazam uh, didn't really do it for me. A lot of people love Shazam. I I wasn't I wasn't too thrilled with that one.
0: I haven't seen it yet.
1: Nah, it's it was okay. It it wasn't it wasn't as bad as the DC movies normally are, but it was it was good. Last but not least for this trailer, we also are introduced to Kristen Wiig, who is supposed to be playing Cheetah, which is one of uh, Wonder Woman's. Actually, I think it's Wonder Woman's main nemesis in the comics.
0: Oh, that's it. Because they were like sitting and talking.
1: Yeah, they start off as friends.
0: Oh, okay. I love that dynamic whenever like you have two really good friends that end up hating each other and using their like knowledge of he hates coffee. I'm going to give him all the coffee. Like, just all that, like, super petty bullshit from when they were kids. Yeah. Oh, I love it. <laughs> we
1: Now, we don't actually see her as Cheetah. We only see her as, like, nerdy dorky in the beginning of the show. Then later on, she's, like, dressed down and, like, looking sexy. So at that point, I'm assuming that's when we're going to... She's going through, like, her changes. I'm also curious if, like, the rock that uh, Max Lord is holding... If that also has something to do with the Cheetah character, because Cheetah does come from like an ancient artifact. Oh, uh, okay. I could be wrong there, but I'm pretty sure I'm not. So I'm wondering if like he has this this thing and he uses it to transform her to use her to fight Wonder Woman. Uh, just a, just a thought.
0: Yeah, no, that's a good that's a good thought. <clears throat> Especially because when he has that rock, it looks like he's. Getting fucked. Like he, he just gotta have a fight or he's he knows he's on like he looks very stressed out and he pulls that rock out and oh well now there's somebody that can fight Wonder Woman for me. So yeah. that it not be a like a bad plot twist type deal thing. Yeah. Now talking plot
1: twists, let's go into trailer number two and twist it up a little bit here. Uh, oh
0: shoot! Oh he was called the shampoo.
1: Um uh... <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Ooh, okay all
1: right so we have this i'm i'm very excited for uh if you if you guys saw i posted a couple days ago that the trailer for uh ghostbusters afterlife was finally uh finally dropped and by the way guys if you're not following gizmos corner on instagram please do yeah, uh, I what's usually, wrong with
0: you <laughs> what the I, fuck is wrong with you
1: <laughs> i usually post uh Post on their daily with like news and stuff that's dropping in the entertainment world. So go check it out. It's at Gizmos Corner. That's it. Uh, but yeah, dude. So this super excited about compared to what we got in 2016. This looks like a wet dream come true. What are your initial thoughts off of the uh, the Afterlife trailer?
0: I'm just so so anything Paul Rudd is involved in, I'm automatically like excited for. <clears throat> so the fact that he's in this i'm i'm already in like i'm already i'm there and then um finn wolfhard or whatever is the kid from stranger things he's a really good actor i'm interested because of him i don't remember any of the other people but the sister to finn looked familiar but i have no idea who she is paul Rudd. uh uh,
1: this is seeing the trailer, man. This is where I was kind of like thrown off because I thought Paul Rudd was going to be one of the like new Ghostbusters, uh, and it looks like he's actually just playing the science teacher in this movie, which that's cool. I'm, you know, that's cool. Um, seeing Finn Wolfhart, I'm not, I'm, I'm not surprised he's in this. I'll, I'll be real with you. I'm, I'm kind of tired of the kid already.
0: <laughs> he's in a lot because he was in It Chapter One and Two. He's, he's in a fuck ton of shit right. Now.
1: I'm so fucking sick of seeing this kid, man. Like, (laughs) I don't, like, I I didn't even like his character in Stranger Things. I did enjoy him in uh, It Chapter 1 and, and Chapter 2. I thought he was one of the best parts of Chapter 1. You know, he's coming out in this new horror movie, which is like The Turning, I think it's called, where he just looks really fucking annoying in that. And this, he's not growing to be a... A pretty boy, man. He's getting
0: kind of ugly as he gets older. Mm, Yeah, yeah. Well, he was never like he never he never looked like he was going to be a pretty boy. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Even when I first saw him in Stranger Things, I'm like, that kid looks like a fucking nerd. Which made sense when he was like then playing D and D and being a nerd and stuff. But like, he has that face that I'm just like, (laughs) he gets bullied. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
1: Nerd. <laughs> but the the little girl I, ju- I just looked it up man uh mckenna grace is the girl so if, if you've seen and she looks completely different no wonder why it's one of those things where she looks familiar but i have no idea what i've seen her in she uh she's been in a
0: lot of stuff she was in uh, annabelle comes home i don't oh, know if you saw that oh i did that's probably where i because i saw that within the last two months i think so that's probably where i remember her from
1: And if you watched uh, The Haunting in Hill House, that series that's on Netflix?
0: I did watch season one of that. I don't know if season two is out yet.
1: No, yeah, it's just season one as of right now. But uh, The Haunting of Hill House, she was one of the kids in that as well. Oh, Uh, okay. She's a good actor. You know, good kid actor. (laughs) Yeah. One of my favorite things, man, visually, this, this movie looks gorgeous. Visually, it's so stunning. Like, I was so attracted to... Everything about this, the settings, uh, watching the, you know, Ecto-1 go through that uh, giant tall grass fields, the yellows and blues. It, it's it's gorgeous.
0: So how do you think um, how do you think the Ecto-1 would go through the, the movie into the grass? How how would it drive in the grass? Yeah. Well, like that movie that you reviewed a few months back the (laughs) net like could you just imagine those green grass people just getting plowed down oh that would be wonderful oh man how would these kids fare against the grass people (laughs) i think they do pretty well they have a gunner seat okay
1: that's true they got the gunner seat uh and they got the plasma packs yeah they're good
0: yeah uh that i but yeah the the thing looked stunning. Um, I loved seeing Ecto One. I love that it was—it's still in existence. So, whose whose grandkids art do you think these are? Uh, they're uh they're Egon's. Oh, okay. I didn't know if that was like stated. Did yeah. I hear something.
1: Yeah, you did. At one point in the trailer, when uh, Paul Rudd is looking at the ghost trap, he's saying like, "Whoa, this is a great replica." And he says, "Who are you?" And she's going through the Ghostbuster jackets, and you see Spengler.
0: Oh, okay. See, I thought that was just kind of a random jacket. So I, I didn't know, but I'm no, okay. Yeah. With it.
1: yeah. You, got, you got a, I had to watch it a couple times, and, like, I, I was doing that thing where it's, like, pause, play, pause, play, pause, play to see it. But, it, it yeah, it's, it says Spengler, So she, she's the granddaughter of Egon.
0: That's awesome. I like that. So yeah. well, Egon wasn't married, was he? I don't know what their fucking personal lives were.
1: Uh, We don't know anything really about their personal lives other than Venkman. Venkman was the only one we ever saw any kind of romance with.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, I'm okay with it.
1: But yeah, I mean, bro, this is a unique twist on it too because it's not like we're getting, again, like the 2016 where it's just kind of, you know, let's put this team together to go fight these ghosts. It's, we're getting a story of, our grandfather was a ghost hunter. Here's all of his stuff. We're in this town where there's a lot of paranormal activity going on and like seismic quakes caused from the paranormal. It's a cool take. Like I, that's something that I'm like really excited about is that it's it's trying to do something different.
0: I also like that it's not in a city. Yeah. I, I the different setting I think is good. I think that's actually one of the biggest things I had an issue with the 2016 is like it's just a fucking rehash. At least this is a new story with all new characters that aren't trying to live up to, like, well, I'm filling this person's shoes. No, it's new characters using the technology that they're finding to beat the shit out of some ghosts. Also, is that ghost the, the famous one? Slimer. Yeah, Slimer. Thank you. I'm yeah. terrible with names. That's why I didn't catch that you were like you messed up the names. I'm like they're both names, so <laughs> I'm, I'm going to trust him.
1: <laughs> yeah, bro. We get a uh, we get Slimer in uh, there. They're driving down the street, and uh, you know she's outside on that side. W- what would you call it? A side side seat?
0: Uh, gunner seat. Because she's seat. in the thing. Like, oh, this pla- this thing has a gunner seat. Right. On. I'm like, nice. Because it does.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, they're chasing after Slimer, which I, I was excited to see Slimer uh, in there. A couple other things I noticed in the trailer, too, man. We get, it does go pretty nostalgic in the trailer, which uh, I'm going to ask you about the nostalgia in a second. You know, we we see Slimer, we see Ecto-1, obviously. We see the packs, the Ghost Trap. You know, we see Spangler's uh suit we also see them on tv when uh paul red says you know the thing that happened in new york there's a scene where paul red is in his car and then this claw comes down on the hood of the car do you think that could be one of the like the demon dogs from the first ghostbusters
0: i think i i hope so i really hope so because as soon as i saw it i'm like that looks like one of the dogs
1: yeah bro i I, I,
0: I, yeah
1: hoping that's what it is i'll be so happy if that's what it is when the movie comes out um but real quick with nostalgia do you think nostalgia again it being two movies right now we're talking about uh it can be good sometimes but it can also be overdone way too much like uh i thought captain marvel did it way too much with what we're getting here like also since we're gonna be talking about star wars i'll say the force awakens did nostalgia way too much just with the, you know, characters and properties and different things pulling from the old films. uh, Do you think that we're going to have too much nostalgia in this new Ghostbusters? You know, we are getting Slimer. I mean, minus the fact that we're getting Ecto-1 and the Ghost Traps and the Proton Packs. Like, those kind of have to be in there, but we are getting Slimer. Possibly getting the Mm Demi-Dogs. Do you think it'll go a little too overboard to a point where they are just rehashing... That's the word I'm trying to say, rehashing. Rehashing the old things from the original movies.
0: I, you know, I think so. But I hope, and it's tough to say until we see the movie, but I'm okay seeing, like, a Demi dog wandering around. I'm okay with Slimer being the first ghost that they go beat the shit out of and learn how to use the technology. Mm -hmm. Um, But then, like, I want the end boss to be somebody new. I want that to be something different and unique to this movie. I don't want to see a giant marshmallow man. I don't want to see the river of ectoplasm guy again, like come out of a painting. Cause I I've seen, I don't want to, you know, I want a new story, but I'm okay with them using the nostalgia to like train. And I also like that they're using for this one, they're using Paul Rudd to kind of be like, Oh my God, that's so cool. Yeah, <laughs> Like he's the, he's who I would be in that situation. Yeah. And I, I like that they have that as a character. Um, but I think overall there's a lot of movies that don't do the nostalgia, right? Like, and we're going to, I'm going to have some issues with this, uh, episode of, uh, Mandalorian. Uh, we'll get into a little more of that. So, but it's, it's, It has to be done right, and I don't like it when it's, like, hitting you in the face.
1: Uh, I agree with you 100%.
0: And if it helps the story for it to be nostalgic, I'm okay with it. Like, even if it hits you way in the face with a sledgehammer, but if it's a key story plot, I'm okay with it.
1: Yeah, that's perfect. I I agree with you 100% there, man.
0: Goddamn right you do. (laughs) I'll never disagree (laughs) with you, Jeremy.
1: (laughs) Last two things, man. How do you feel about uh, the fact that we are having kids taking on... As of right now, that's what it seems like. We're having kids taking on the uh, the Ghostbusters to, to battle the ghosts and not adults.
0: I'm okay with it. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's a little weird as an adult watching movies that are based on kids, but yeah, whatever. As long, Once again, for me, as long as the story's good, I don't give a shit if it's kids like I'll watch whatever I don't care I just want a good story and I want the characters to be well written and stuff like that like it doesn't matter if they're kids to me yeah, that's well said I was originally I was hoping that I didn't
1: realize that it was going to be kids that were going to be our main characters in this movie until seeing this trailer I thought we were going to have adults taking on like grown ups of the uh, descendants of the Ghostbusters the original Ghostbusters taken on the mantle but th- this is cool either way, man. I'm I'm still excited for it. I'm I'm over the kid craze where it's like it's nostalgia and it's kids, and uh, I'm I'm kind of over that trend a little bit. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Like you know we we had ever since Stranger Things. It, it Stranger Things just started this big snowball effect where we get you know even in a Child's Play earlier this year we had it seemed like the kids were going to come together to fight the Chucky dolls, and then you know we had it. Which uh, it came before Stranger Things, but still, it, it's like reinventing the wheel, kinda. It seems like it's going to go well. I, I'm super excited for it. And last and final question: Do you think we'll see the original cast in this? And when I say the original cast, I mean all four of them.
0: Um. Well, technically, we already did, but um. Nice. Isn't? Correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't one of them dead?
1: You are. You are correct.
0: So unless they use some kind of weird technology, I don't I don't see how they're going to do it. So. So my theory
1: is, I think that we're going to see the you know, we're going to see Winston, uh, you know, Ernie Hudson, Dan Aykroyd and Bill Murray, I think we're going to see all three of them. Come back as their characters, not just like what they did in the 2016 version, where they're just random people. I think we're going to see them as their actual characters. I think we're going to see Egon come back. Uh, I think they're going to do like him as a ghost.
0: That wouldn't be too bad, because he's the one that that is dead, right?
1: He's the one that, yeah, he's the one that that passed
0: away. Yeah, I'm terrible with people's names. Once again, otherwise I'd actually be using his name out of respect. I'm not trying to be a dickhead, guys. But, um, yeah, I, I mean, it'd be cool, especially to see, like, Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd. I, I, I'd be okay with, yeah, them just coming in, like, five minutes after the kids beat the boss, like, oh, in their, in their getup with gear and stuff. Just like, we heard there was shit going on. Oh, what if the kids call them?
1: Uh, You know what? You saying that what if the kids beat the main go, you know, the main baddie Uh and then they come running in and all their gear, but they're so old now. It's like, oh, God. (laughs) Oh, oh, my hip. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) I can
0: definitely see Bill Murray doing that. (laughs) (laughs) Let's
1: say that they do uh, Harold Ramis. Uh, who, play, who played Egon, let's say they do have him as a ghost. Do you think that would be kind of tasteless or, like, insensitive?
0: And honestly, if his, like, quote-unquote estate or family approves of it, you know, it's not my decision to make. It's their decision. And I'm okay with whatever decision they it to do. If they put him in, that's fine. If they don't, I think that's also good. Like, I'd be okay with just hearing, like, a voice, like, kind of when they're in, like, the ghost world or some shit's going on. They just hear his voice being like, don't give up, guys, or don't cross the streams or something, you know. Yeah. Um, So I think that'd be interesting if they decide not to actually show him to at least put some audio in there. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm I'm totally okay with seeing it. And honestly, the
1: how Harold Ramis was, I think he would be totally fine if they, you know, CGI'd him in there. And I don't, I honestly don't think his family would have an issue with it either. Like, but again, I don't, you know, same as you, uh, it's not up to me. It's up to them. But, and I don't know them either, but just how he was, I think it would be like a cool honor to him.
0: Yeah. Well, I know all of them love the Ghostbusters. Like, they they were very proud of that. So it's... I think he'd be... Okay, we're giving it to a new generation? Fuck yeah.
1: Fuck yeah. And now, giving stuff to a new generation, let's get into Mandalorian, which is, uh, you know, bringing a new generation into Star Wars. Is it, though? Uh, Who fucking knows, man?
0: (laughs) I feel like it's not. I feel like it's not. I feel like it's just... And I'm okay with this, but I feel like... The prequels and even, like, the new trilogy that's coming, like, that's out, um, they're more kid-friendly. Whereas, unless the new generation that you're talking about is actually, like, the boomers. Oh, God. <laughs> it's <laughs> a Western movie, man. It's, the whole thing's just Western. Like, oh, I love it. <clears throat> so, I could see them being a lot more on board with, with the Western themes. This is me... Throwing out a lot of generalizations, <laughs> 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 but uh, yeah, I, 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 I
1: ooh, oh man, ooh, you okay?
0: Uh, I've been, I've had a cough for about six, wait, five months, so <laughs> I'm probably dying.
1: Oh no, Jeremy, I'll
0: come, I'll come back and talk to you as a ghost. It's okay. okay.
1: You just gotta make tuck me in that night,
0: okay? Oh, I'll, I'll tuck you in.
1: Oh snap. <laughs> <laughs> but I all right, yeah, but I don't know if this is actually uh introducing a new generation of Star Wars. You know, you can only hope it is because you know, I do, I do hope that younger people start to appreciate, you know, older things, which is why I've never had issues with remakes. You know, I've never had issues with remakes as long as they're done well. You, you know, I would I'd love it if, you know, 20 years from now, eh, maybe not 20 years, between 10 and 20 years from now, like if I have, you know, a child or something and we're just hanging out and, you know, there's a remake of Spitball here. Let's say there's a remake of The Monster Squad. It's one of my favorite movies, right? There's a remake that's going to introduce now my child is going to go to the movies and see The Monster Squad and hopefully experience what I experienced when I saw the original. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I think remakes are wonderful. And Like you get to share that experience that like you're saying, like now you'd be a dad with your kid and now you get to experience that. And there's so much like nostalgia and it's something to bond over.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's it's, there's there's nothing wrong with the remake again, as long as it's done well, like it's not just cherry pit. Like it's not just picked out of a crowd like, no, let's remake it. Fuck it. But yeah, let's get into, let's let's dig into Mandalorian. You're loving this show, man. So how how about you get us going with what uh, Chapter Five was revolving around?
0: So um, <clears throat> Chapter Five opens up with what we would like to call a uh, space battle. Uh, it was a fighter uh, attacking the Mando. The Mando um, he he's in pretty he's in a pretty tough situation. He's getting he's getting shot at. His ship's all fucked up and. And baby Yoda's like, please, daddy, don't let them kill me. And and Mando's like, don't worry, buddy. I'd never let that happen. And then the guy that's shooting at him, he says, I can, I can bring you in uh, warm or I can bring you in cold. And Mando's like, hold the shit. Breaks, does the thing where he pulls up behind the dude and just fucking shoots him and says, actually, I believe he says, That's my line. And then shoots him. And that just... That was the best part of the episode. (laughs) Okay, we're in agreement already. (laughs) (laughs) That whole just, like, 45-second opening scene, just, I loved it. Because I was was seriously, like... It was the only part of the episode where I was like, I don't know what's going to happen. He might get blown out of the sky. He's in a shit situation right now. And the man, like... The Mando can't just be a badass. Like, he's just a fucking pilot. He he can only do what his ship allows. It's not like him, and his ship's not Beskar. It's, you know, and Baby Yoda's at stake. And Oh, my God. I was just so scared. And then <laughs> and then when that guy said that line, when the other uh, bounty hunter was like, I could bring you in warm, I could bring you in cold. I'm like, that's his line. And then he did the brake thing, caught up behind him, and went, boo yeah, I was like I I just uh I'm going to dream about that moment for the rest of my life. Are you? Yeah, probably. <laughs> that so I I'm,
1: I'm with you 100% there, man. Uh that scene was the best part of the entire episode. Uh yeah, I I I'll, all I would be doing is repeating what you just said at this point. You know, it was silly, you were kind of on the edge of your seat. Like anytime you see baby Yoda when he could be in trouble, it's like Oh man! No! 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 no. Don't hurt him! You know.
0: Not not to uh uh. One of the favorite memes I've seen re- like this past week was um. I love Disney and all of its properties, but if they hurt a hair on Baby Yoda's head, I will burn that park to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which is true. I mean, I won't do it, but somebody will. Yeah. Wink. <laughs> <laughs> he'll
1: fucking murder them <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah and then you hear uh, the beginning of the fan service this is uh Moss Tower <sighs> oh, yeah. and I, I was I was okay with it for a while and then the fan service started being a big just it just hit you in the face it was like a there was a lot of it I mean and usually once again I'm okay with fan service if it if it helps the plot if it like doesn't take o- like episode 1 through 3 or chapter 1 through 3 had a lot of fan service but it was like hidden so you didn't it didn't bother me whereas this this shit it started to it started to take away from the episode and I think it's like the number it's either the number one or two complaint that I've heard a lot of people talk about for chapter five.
1: Yeah, it it is definitely a lot of fan service. I thought I was actually going to be having a debate with you on this one. I'm glad we're kind of on the same page, though.
0: I was ready to come into this just willing to debate you about this because I'm like, he's... As I'm watching it, I'm like Rob's getting bitch about all the fan service. I yep. I know it. I <laughs> I know it. And I'm like I'm getting ready. I'm getting ready. I'm gonna love this. I'm gonna go 12 out of 20 or 12 out of 10. Like I'm just gonna be over the top support. But it got me in an honest mood right now. <sighs> <laughs> so it, oh, I'm glad we don't have to debate it. Yeah, I was kind of looking forward to it, but <laughs> <laughs> no, I it was it was a bit excessive. I mean. Like, I liked the pit droids. That was probably the best fan service I, I in it that I enjoyed. Um, but, like, the whole... Once he... Once Mando goes into the cantina, like, there was so much in that one small... Like, R5 was in there. Yeah. Um, the, let,
1: I don't I don't want to cut you off here, but I just want to I just want to jump on something what you said there. So he lands, we get the pit droids. That's a nice little throwback to uh, you know the prequels. It, it was cool seeing the the pit droids. and that's not taken away from it. That still flows with the story. He's going there to get his ship repaired. That's that's totally fine. But then, like you said, it just so happens he goes to the same cantina that you know we saw Han Solo. Not even the same cantina. It sits in the same booth that Han Solo and Greedo were sitting in.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and Toro sat like Han Solo. Like, am I supposed to think that this motherfucker is going to live up to the hype that is Han motherfucking Solo? Like, fuck off. Get out of my neighborhood, kid.
1: Yeah, the guy, The last guy who tried being Han Solo, which he was all right at, but he was no Han Solo, you know what I mean? So then some other random kid's going to try to... Nah,
0: yeah, fuck that kid fuck that kid also was that a dig at uh the solo movie because i have you know i loved it oh we're gonna fight now <laughs> oh, you're gonna die because this is the hill i will i will not move from <laughs>
1: yeah we'll, we'll definitely get into that debate eventually
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm prepped for it
1: <laughs> but man uh, so with this character toro um
0: uh number 2 complaint. <laughs>
1: yeah, he's definitely the number 2 complaint.
0: Not, uh, not of me, but of like the so we're recording this a couple of days after the episode aired uh because I'm terrible at communication. So <laughs> so um it's
1: yeah, bro, we got to work on your communications. You message me on so many different platforms. I don't know how to keep up with you, man. You send me a message on Skype, and then you send me a message on Facebook. Then you send me, a, you know, it's, it's hard to keep up with you.
0: It was just those two platforms. It was just two, Rob. It's not like I Snapchat at you and then text at you and then sent you a message on AIM, like... <laughs> but it's not. He's, the
1: first message came through on Skype. It's like, uh-huh. yeah, uh, this is what I picture you typing. Hey, man. So, yeah, Sunday at eight o'clock, right? I <laughs> I literally just read it as we were coming on here to, to Skype, right?
0: Now. <laughs> well, and that's what I thought. I'm like, oh, he probably doesn't check Skype often, so I'll go to face like the other one, and I'll use I'll use that because I'm sure he checks it way more often as he probably has the app on his phone and gets notifications. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's why I use the secondary fucking method of communication. <laughs> just because I want to talk to you and tell you how beautiful you are and how much I love looking into the depths of your eyes. Oh, my. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Star Wars, right? <laughs> Uh, that's what we're here to talk about. Ooh. Oh yeah. (laughs) That was good. That was a good oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, (laughs) yeah, Star Wars.
1: All right, so we got Toro. Let's get back into this. Yeah, he's He was definitely the second worst part of this episode, minus the you know, fan service being number one, him being number two.
0: He just fucking sucked. I mean, I don't think he was supposed to do anything except suck. So I feel like he lived up... Like, he's a newbie, wannabe bounty hunter. How how great of a character do you think he's going to be? I like how he tried playing it off like, I got a job for you, Mando. And then as soon as Mando was like, I'm out, he's like, no, no, please. (laughs)
1: Like, I
0: like that, where he's like... He's trying to play it cool. He's trying to play this part of "I'm going to be a big time bounty hunter," and then he—he's not, and he knows it. <laughs> yeah, he's a little weenie. <laughs> yeah. And um, I—I didn't—I didn't mind his character. I didn't I, like him, but I did. I don't think I was made like I don't think he was made to be liked.
1: That, you know, that that could be it. Uh, what I didn't like about him was his acting. I thought he was a terrible actor. And I, I don't know. And I don't even know if I want to throw that on him being a terrible actor as much. Because, I mean, we even had uh, Amy Sedaris in here, which I don't know if you're familiar with her at all. But she used to be on this show on Comedy Central called Strangers with Candy.
0: So I don't know her from that. I really actually only know her from... Uh, it's a Netflix original... Shit,
1: I forget the uh, name. Uh, Kimmy, Kimmy Schmidt, right? Yes, uh, yeah, yes. impossible. Kimmy Schmidt. She, yes, she was also on that. She's funny as hell. She, she's good. But even her in this, she played the garage, you know, the mechanic essentially with the pitroids, and she was terrible, man. She. Uh, so it's like I don't even know if I want to put the blame on on these actors or as much as I do Dave Filoni because he was the one who directed this episode. Like they they were not spot on at all, and I. N- Maybe it's also like overthinking it a little bit because the acting in Star Wars properties usually isn't that good anyway.
0: You take that the fuck back, oh. you piece of shit! <laughs> I will jump through this fucking screen and I will beat the shit out of you. I wish how, I could. How I w- dare you? I wish I could
1: see your face right now because I want to see those tears falling down your
0: cheeks. Oh, it's not. It's not tears. It's just. It's red anger. Just pure. <laughs> Rage. But
1: seriously, they, they sucked. Die. Did you just say you want me to die?
0: No, I said I'm going to watch you die. <laughs>
1: oh, okay, that's better.
0: That's better. <laughs> I don't necessarily want it to happen, but I'm going to be there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Whatever day you
0: die, I will be there watching you, bro. <laughs> you, you gotta admit, they, they were not good. I'm trying to think of how to phrase this. Um, they were... In my mind, acceptable. It's so. Yeah, they're not. They didn't do a great job. The whole episode was kind of a letdown. Like it got, it was really good in the beginning, and then there was the which we'll get to, like the end credit scene, and everything in between that was just mediocre. Which I feel like. Episode... Or chapter 1, 2, and 3 of The Mandalorian set such a high standard. Like, it's... Because even chapter 4, which I thought was fan-fucking-tastic, like, it wasn't as great as the first three. And now this one's not as great as 4. And hopefully the second half of the series ends on, like, the same note as the first three chapters. But <laughs> these... This one, I hope, is the weakest epis chapter. Chapter. I keep doing your shit where you fuck it up and call it episodes. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, man. If this is the weakest one, I'm with you. I do hope this is the weakest episode because this uh, this was it. it uh, you have eight episodes to the season. They're they're a half hour long. Like, why are we getting a filler episode?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? And I don't even think it was like a filler. It was just a long introduction to the bad guy. Yeah. The 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 guy Tora. at
1: the end. Tora? Or are you talking no, about the the, 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 the guy credits? at the end. Yeah, okay. the
0: credits, yeah. <clears throat> uh,
1: which we'll we'll talk about at the very end here. When we get the you know, the second badass female character of the series so far, like
0: I don't think she's dead.
1: You don't think she's, she's dead. dead, you think she's still yep. alive?
0: Yep. I think that the Mm. character at the end was supposed to meet up with her. Uh Uh-huh. And I think that he got there maybe in time to rehabilitate or get her treatment. I don't think she's... Because everyone's like, she's a really great actress. Why would they only have her in this stupid throwaway part? I don't know who she is because I'm, once again, terrible with that stuff. But everyone, like... The fan, the YouTube community, and whatnot—they're all like, "Why would they just throw her away? That's dumb." And I'm like, "Okay, so she's probably not dead. If she is really this great actress, um, but she, she was supposed to meet someone in um, Las Espa. Hmm. and didn't get there because she had to try and kill some bounty hunters. And um, I, I think, I think that that person that walked up to her is going to." be able to save her or at least if not like full up fighting capacity i think she might be a threat in a couple seasons okay. she might disappear for a little bit i'm gonna i'm gonna go
1: ahead and say she's dead uh oh, fuck off <laughs> <laughs> uh she, she for once she's been out there for a while uh i don't think anyone's reviving her uh, i think she's dead i i don't know what the youtube community is talking about either her being a great actress. I mean, she's good, uh, but the only credit I know of seeing her on was uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which, you know, she's good on that as well. She is a—and I'm, I'm not trying to, like, discredit her either. I, I, I do think she's a good actress. I mean, we've also had Nick Nolte on here for two episodes. We also had Apollo Creed on here for an episode. Uh, we had Taika Waititi for one episode. Uh, so to say they're throwing this actress away— like that. I mean, we're throw it's not throwaways. We're getting cameos.
0: That's fair. That's fair. Yeah.
1: You can't have them all just leave and be okay. Someone's got
0: to die, Jeremy. Uh yeah, you. What <laughs> <laughs> you, Disagreeing with me. See what happens. Right? <laughs> Your looks will only get you so far. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah, I think um I don't know. I'm sticking with the if she, she she's still alive, at least to some point. She might not be, like, full fighting craziness for a little bit, but I could see her coming back because, I mean, it was just a blaster to the gut, and she was wearing armor. So, I don't know. She could be dead. That'd be upsetting because I feel like she, ha- especially, like, the character she was playing as well, they put a lot of backstory, like, she used to be one of the most dangerous assassins in the galaxy. And then all of a sudden, just a shot to the fucking gut. I was kind okay with dying. that. But I was that's okay also with very, that. like, Western, too. Where yeah. it's like, here's this really big bad guy. Poof! <laughs> Taken out by a rookie just being an asshole. <laughs> yeah. So, I could see it. I still think you're wrong, and I'm sticking with my original statement because I'm stubborn.
1: That's okay. I'm I'm a little stubborn too, and I think you're wrong, and I think that's, she's dead. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the, before we get to the 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 final topic of the conversation, which uh, who is that figure? Uh, w- what what else in the episode is there that we can like notably talk about other than you know Amy said said uh taking care of Baby Yoda throughout the entire episode.
0: Um, I like the speeder bikes. The they looked awesome. I liked how they moved on the sand. I liked seeing them. Um, even the shootout scene. So she has the assassin had the high ground. So the Mando, knowing that the high ground is a great like strategic advantage, he had to think how to outdo that. And he was like, so we wait till it's nighttime, and then we do uh, flares, and she'll be blinded, and then she can't shoot us. And even though she shoots <laughs>
1: Yep.
0: But uh I think the Mando got shot like three or four times. Yeah, he was getting fucked up, man. Yeah. He's uh all
1: the all these uh all these chapters, he's he's getting blasted left and right. He's getting the shit kicked out of him by, you know uh, everyone. Everyone. Like he's he looks badass, but like he's really living up to like you know what we've seen in a Mandalorian so far. Like from mm-hmm. Django Fett and Boba Fett, like they
0: look cool. But a uh, stick will kill to, you. To to uh, correct you, uh, Boba Fett's not a Mandalorian. Oh, neither is
1: Jango Fett.
0: Uh, possibly, it depends on which uh, EU you and which mythology you want to go with there. Uh, but if you take the George Lucas interview where he says that he's not a real man Mandalorian, mm. uh, that that is that is a possibility. But uh, he does have. There are comics where he is a Mandalore. Mm. Thank you. You you were saving that for so long, huh? I was. I was. <laughs> I'm just like, wait till we wait till somebody brings up Boba. I'm in. I'm in. That motherfucker wasn't no Mandalorian. Like Boba, I'm a hundred percent certain I can put my foot down and be like, He wasn't a Mandalore. He wasn't Mandalorian, he was a piece of shit. You're absolutely right.
1: Boba Fett was not Mandalorian, he was a clone. Uh I, I, I don't disagree with you. Good.
0: <laughs> and there's nothing to state that clones can't be Mandalorians it's just like the Mandalorian it's a culture that he never tried to get into or was never brought into correct because he was he wanted to be a bounty hunter more than anything and to say Boba Fett wasn't a great bounty hunter now that's some bullshit but because he was a great bounty hunter <clears throat> got fucking Han Solo yeah. so uh, you know he did his job, and uh, but I don't think he was a Mandalore. Yeah, he, he
1: definitely was not. He just had the armor.
0: Yeah. Shit, what were we even talking about?
1: Uh, <laughs> speeder bikes getting blinded by the light. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. There him was him getting his ass
0: kicked. Yeah, he got he his got ass shot. He got his ass beat a lot. The last good scene we saw was uh, chapter three when he beat the shit out of all those um. The, the stormtroopers. Yeah. yeah. That was like, because everything else it was like a side character, yeah, doing a lot of the crazy shit, and he's just like, Oh, well, I got this uh rifle that disintegrates these assholes. That works, yeah, it sure does, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> but anyone could use that rifle, couldn't yeah. they?
1: But I mean, we've you know. seen we've seen other people use that rifle, haven't we?
0: Um, uh, not in the show. I don't think so. Okay.
1: I thought someone else used it, but I, I'm probably I'm I think I'm wrong. I'm wrong there.
0: So who do you think that uh, person at the end is?
1: Yeah, let's talk about this. Uh,
0: Got some theories.
1: Well, uh, the number one theory that people think it's Boba Fett.
0: Yeah, I think it is.
1: Do you think it's him?
0: Yeah, I think it is. because um, there's the cape. hmm And then there's the the shoes. The the goddamn it with the the metal on them. I'm stupid. The sound he makes when he walks is the same as it was in episode five.
1: (gasps) So you think they're using audio to like tease you?
0: Yeah, yeah. Because it's like I've heard you like the, you know, the big media YouTubers that are like, oh, here's your culture and here's our deep dive into it. Uh, They've like put the two sounds right next to each other and they're the fucking same. So I think it's
1: I think it's that. Yeah, I I once I saw it, I was like my first initial thought was oh Boba Fett, but yeah. then I was like no they're not going to put Boba Fett in here. Uh, I think it's Boba Fett. Um, I think it's Boba. I don't know who else it could be. Like why you would tease something like that just to you know waste a tease on just some random Joe like mm-hmm. that we like they show him and it's like all right who the fuck's this guy? Another thing that I was uh, you know a possibility even. Was um I know it's not Darth Maul. We're not going to have Darth Maul in this series. We're I think no, we'll he get, is dead. We're going to get Darth Maul in the Obi Wan series.
0: Uh, uh, I don't see
1: why we would because he.
0: Have I, you watched Rebels?
1: Uh Rebels. I, I've only watched like the first few episodes. I just started watching like the All animated series right, recently. I'm not. Gonna, I'm recently. Gonna, I'm not
0: I, I know he comes back and he's got like spider legs or something or mechanical legs. Well, that's that's Clone Wars. Okay. So in in the Clone Wars, he comes back and has mechanical legs. Mm-hmm. But in um, in Rebels, he also comes back.
1: But yeah, the only the only character I can think that it it would be is uh, Boba Fett. That would make the most sense.
0: Yeah, it, oh. it really I don't see an ar- a strong argument for anyone else because even like the armor, the cape, everything's colored like the way it should be. And the sound effect—the sound is what really sold it to me. Because I mean, oh, it could just be another Mandalorian bounty hunter guy.
1: Yeah.
0: But the the sound.
1: <clears throat> well, shit, you're going as deep as sound effects, man. There's no, there's no reason they would use a sound effect without meaning. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, yeah. And it's a pretty like it's like I said, the same fucking thing. Uh, yeah. What the f- starts with an S? Cowboys wear them. Spurs. Spurs, yeah, it's like a spur sound that ha- mm. when he walks, it's a, it's a spur sound. But, um, and when that character comes into uh, on screen at the end of chapter five, it's it's it has to be fucking Boba. If it's not, they're gonna it's it's dumb. Because I would love to see Mando and Boba fight.
1: Yeah, yeah, I would love I would love to see Boba Fett in general. Because again, he's he's badass in empire strikes back. You know, he's my favorite character in the Star Wars series in general. I love Boba Fett.
0: Wow. Yeah.
1: Are are you, are you Lame. surprised?
0: And really Lane? What? Yeah. yeah. What? I mean, there's so many better ones. <clears throat> who who's your favorite? Is it R2D2? Uh no, it's and it's it's kind of, you know, the best. Uh the Emperor himself is my favorite fucking character. Ooh. What what Oh, I'm sorry. Ooh. Who who set up a system to eliminate thousands of Jedi at the same fucking time? Did you, you, are, did you Boba? no. You
1: are such a dark motherfucker. Let me tell you something. <laughs>
0: Look, he manipulated and lied his way to the top, and he held it for fucking years. No <laughs> one, no one fucked with him. Darth Vader, when Anakin failed on Mustafar. He, he gave Anakin shitty armor and shitty technology to be like, that's what you get for sucking, kid. Like, what a great dude. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, and bt Dubs, you're, uh, your kid's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Just, what a great fucking character. I love him. I, there's nothing he does, and you get to see him fight in the Clone Wars animated, and it is one of the coolest... Because he takes on two badasses at Mm -hmm. one time by himself, and it is just so fucking intense. And then you get to see how he, like, okay, so in episode three, when he went from a prone position to killing three fucking Jedi in .2 seconds, like, I get it now. (laughs) It's so fucking crazy, like, how how wonderful of a character he is. I love him. I I love it.
1: I think you're the first person that I've ever talked to who said the Emperor was their favorite character.
0: I don't see how people could choose a, a different favorite character. <clears throat>
1: uh, well, I mean I would I would say Yoda is a better character over the Emperor, but to each their own, I
0: think uh, Yoda is uh, is way more of a badass. You mean that asshole that speaks backwards <laughs> <laughs> You mean the guy that lost a fight to the Emperor? When did he lose a fight to the Emperor? Uh, episode three. Oh, that's Yoda right. Ran that's... away like a little bitch. Oh, he
1: had to, man. He had oh, to. Had he was doing the right to. thing. The Force but told he... him to.
0: Yeah, yeah. The Force of getting his ass beat. <laughs> <laughs> All right,
1: <laughs> we're both in agreement. This is uh, probably Boba Fett at the end of this series. At the end of this episode, uh, do, do you think we'll get like more insight in when we get into Chapter Six?
0: Yeah. Oh, um, actually, I'd like for them to wait till. Well, there's only five chapters, so yeah, six, they got to wrap up who that is. Because I think chapters six or seven and eight are going to be for the Grand Moth guy. Who was well, um, it? Uh, Carl Weathers. Yeah. Is he playing Grief Kar- Kar- Karga? Yeah, that's Grief. Yeah. And he's on IMBD, he's on two episodes, so I could see him being. Well,
1: we got we got two episodes with him already. Did we? Yeah, yeah, we we got we got chapter 1 and chapter 2.
0: Oh, that's See, I'm thinking who the fuck's the there's a big bad guy at the end. At the end of what? Mandalorian. There's there's somebody that they've been uh like in the trailer and shit who they think is like uh Warner Herzog's boss, essentially.
1: Okay, I gotcha. Yeah. I
0: think he's gonna be the last two chapters of The Mandalorian. So next chapter, <clears throat> chapter six, should be whoever the random whoever the it was Boba Fett. Uh it's gonna yeah. be Boba Fett's episode. Yeah, yeah. Well
1: I, I don't know if we'll have him be revealed in the next in the next one but i i think we'll definitely have it revealed it has to be revealed before the season ends last question for you sir and i've been asking everybody this do you think we're gonna see a jedi in this yes yes do? i do
0: and i have an idea as to who it's going to be
1: oh okay you think like we're actually gonna like somebody we know already
0: yes i think so mm-hmm. i think it's gonna be ezra bridger from the rebels
1: Oh, okay. You think we're going to get an animated Jedi coming in?
0: Well, animated to real life, yes. To real life, yeah, yep. yeah. Or it's going to be Ahsoka Tano. Oh, a lot of people have been saying Ahsoka. Uh, that would be interesting. Because she is still... To my knowledge, neither of those two are confirmed dead. Right. Um, because... <sighs> you're still watching Rebels, so I don't want to say too much. You can say it, man. It's, it's not going okay. kind to of spoil it so, for me. You can say it. yeah um, Ezra, like, does this self-heroic sacrifice thing near the end, uh, at the end, and then he, but he leaves a recording where he's like, but don't worry, guys, this won't be the last time you see me, and I'm like, that motherfucker's coming back, and he's gonna get Baby Yoda, like, I could see a big fight between Mando and some of his buddies, maybe more Mandalorians, maybe the chick from Chapter 4, no one really from this chapter. Maybe Boba Fett's there, but on the bad side. Like, I could see a big fight going on between them and a, like and the Mando's forces. And then, all of a sudden, a fucking green lightsaber lights up and starts shooting blasters. Because that's what I love the most about fucking Ezra, is his lightsaber is a goddamn blaster as well. Mm-hmm. So, um... I could, I could definitely see that, and I think that would be baller AF. That's a,
1: that's intriguing. That's a, that's a. I mean, you, you know what my thoughts are on on what Jedi's I think we're going to see possibly. No, you,
0: you tell me what Jedi's you think you're going to see. Let, let, tell me. Imagine I've never listened to a Jedi. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we're
1: going to see Yoda or Obi Wan in one of the flashbacks. That's how I think we're going to see a Jedi. Oh uh, yeah. You know, like I think. And I think that's why he is drawn to Baby Yoda the way he is, because uh, during the Clone Wars, either... I mean, we know that's why Mando doesn't like droids, is because of what happened during the Clone Wars and what happened to his village. You know, theory for me is that I'm sticking with Yoda. I think it was Yoda who saved him when he was a child. But for off's sake, it could possibly be Obi-Wan. But th- that's how I think we'll see a Jedi. But the, what you're saying is pretty cool, too, like... Ezra I'm not like I'm only familiar with Ezra right now in the first few episodes which he he is a badass you know that would be cool to see you know it would be cool to take uh animated character and bringing him to the live action format I I would totally be down for that
0: yeah I I that's what I'd like to see because I want there to be an introduction to another big Jedi force user Mm -hmm. before like that's not Luke Skywalker in the universe like yeah there be another organization of Jedi's that aren't Luke, and um, I would also, I think it would be cool is if they do that, and Ezra might also be in chapter or episode nine.
1: You think he's going to be in a- episode nine? I don't
0: think I don't think he'll be in episode nine. Just to put that on the record, I do not think he'll be there. But I think it would be fucking amazing if he was. <laughs> <laughs> like Luke, uh, not Luke. Sorry, uh, d- uh, the. Padme or what's her fucking name? Ray and Kylo are just there fighting and going at it, and then all of a sudden they can't move yeah. because Ezra's like force, like just force lifting them. And he's like, "Kids, come on, stop it! What are you mm-hmm. doing, fuckers?" Like, Ugh. <laughs> but I think especially if they're bringing Palpatine back, yeah, anyone can come back. And like I said, the end of Rebels kind of left it open ended if Ezra was dead, but. To me, it's more open that he's alive. So I think bringing him back would be freaking awesome, especially because Luke is dead at that point yeah. um, in in the episodes. Having another trained Jedi to take one of those two under their wing would be. Uh, and when, when I say one of those two, I mean Kylo or Rey would be awesome. Why and Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda would also be there. Well, at that point, maybe toddler Yoda. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> he ages very slowly.
1: He, yeah. I know a lot of people were saying, like, what if by season two of The Mandalorian, baby Yoda's grown up? And I'm like, "Yo, this ain't no baby Groot. Like, it's he's 50 years old right now. By the time he's 100, he's probably still going to look the same.
0: And I don't think he'll be in season two. Uh, yeah, I don't know about that. I I want I would like season one to like end with Baby Yoda going with like I said Ezra or another Jedi uh, mm. but I'd prefer Ezra because he's already in the lore and why not yeah and then have Mando season two like maybe join the Resistance esque mm. because I feel. Somebody said they saw the Mando ship in the trailer for episode 9. Yeah, I heard that. So, mind you, I didn't watch the trailer for episode 9 enough times to fucking catch the Mando ship. Um, So, I don't know. But that's what I heard. And it'd be cool if the Mando was like... So, in the end of episode 8, this is me doing a lot of, like, fan service for myself and coming up with (laughs) Gary's on the spot. Just so people know... At the end of episode eight, Leia puts out a, did a call for help. And what happens when a whole bunch of Mandalorians show up and are like, yo, what's up, princess? We got you. And then, like, just beat the shit out of fu- the fucking Stormtrooper bullshit asshole First Order pieces of shit. Yeah. You just got Mandalorians crushing them. Even though they would lose because... You know, first order so much better than Mandalorians. Yeah. yeah, I mean they're well funded. They're well funded and well mobilized. Yeah. And Mandalorians are at this point ragtag. They're not. Yeah.
1: Gonna... They're 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 better warriors. Uh, I would say though, but yeah, I, I can't disagree with you.
0: Mind you, that's a lot of just fan service. And do I actually think most of that's going to happen? No. There might be a couple Mandalorians that show up, but just like as Mercs with yeah. Lando. Yeah. Cause he's going to be the one that shows up with some army of who the fuck knows. I'm excited. I'm
1: excited to see Lando in, in episode nine. Oh, me too. That's like one of the things I'm looking forward to most him and Chewie uh, together. I'm excited for that.
0: Yeah. Him too. Uh, it's good. I'm, I'm excited. I love all of star Wars. They're all wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> I'm um, in Solo. You dumb fuck!
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you're the only person I know who likes that movie. Not likes, but it sounds like you love that
0: movie. It's so fun to watch. I I just I had such a great time watching Solo. It's I'll still rewatch it. It's a good movie. It's not. You know what? It's like the Mandalorian, where it's it's not following Star Wars like bullshit Jedi stuff. Mm-hmm. It's its own fucking story and just take it at that. I think it, they fucked up a lot of things with it because you could tell there were three different directors that came in and came out. Like you could tell there were some fuck ups made. But yeah. it, it was also a really fun story and I enjoyed watching it.
1: No, well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I'm
0: glad I did, too.
1: <laughs> All right, man. Other than what we've just discussed, like any anything else in, in this chapter that you want to talk about or?
0: Oh, uh, him using sign language to communicate with Tuscan Raiders. I thought that was fucking cool.
1: Yeah, I forgot about the Tuscan Raiders. Again, a little bit of fan service there with the Tuscan Raiders because they don't just like sneak up and stand there. <laughs> it was awesome seeing the Tuscan Raiders because I love those characters from just like the figures and everything, like all the toys back in the day. Like I, I, I love those characters as like a species. But uh, go go ahead, keep going.
0: Uh, but yeah, him using the the fan the sign language in order to communicate with them and essentially barter barter trade or barter passage through their lands, like that was just really impressive how they were. He was able to do that, and I think it also shows like his skill as a bounty hunter, not always going in guns a fucking blazing, but him realizing like sometimes you gotta negotiate. And his reference, and I really like this as a fan. His reference to when I think Turo said, "Oh, the locals say that they're pests and shit," and uh, Mando's like, "Well, the Tuscans think that they're the locals, and everyone else is is uh, trespassing." Is actually true in e in extended universe um, stuff. <clears throat> Let me get a little nerdy here. Um, the Tuscan Raiders are the original inhabitants of. Tatooine when it was a watery lush planet and uh several thousand I want to say like 20,000 years ago on Tatooine some cataclysm happened and the the race that would eventually become Tusken Raiders it actually split into two races the Tusken Raiders and the Jawas so they're actually cousins so if you like one technically you should like the other too. and I know that you love both that is so much information. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I do, man. I just spout <laughs> stupid stuff that I pick up over the years every now and then. That's fantastic though. I love it. It was I I like the whole scene with the Tuscan Raiders, especially when they just popped up behind Turo. He's like, yeah, I'm going to go and gun the blaze," and then they're like, well, "Fuck off, dude. They yeah. already got you." <laughs>
1: yeah. They're they're fucking awesome, man. I I love the Tuscan Raiders.
0: They look cool too. I they they're just wonderful. What a wonderful creation. Yeah. And so cheaply done. And they they really are. It was like, it was goggles and just
1: like gauze wrapped around their heads mm-hmm. originally. Like, yeah. and then they, they make great sounds
0: too. Whoa, whoa like. <laughs> Tuscan Raider noise. Uh, 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 no, I can't, I, I do, can't it. do one well. But you know I mean, <laughs> neither can you. Uh, yeah. I'm... What's better, listening to you fail or seeing your stupid face when you do it?
1: <laughs> 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 oh, I hate him so much. I fucking hate him. I oh. My God.
0: <laughs> no, I get it. I get it. And everyone, please understand. I love Rob. <laughs> He insulted solo, so now I have to be mean. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just our
1: it's just our nature with each other. It's okay.
0: <laughs> One day you'll uh, no, get the upper hand and make me want to cry because you're you too nice. You're just too nice to make me cry. You love me too much. You know, and I, that's your weakness.
1: You're right. That is my weakness. <laughs> my weakness is you, Jeremy. <laughs>
0: yeah, true.
1: <laughs> oh man, but uh, dude, let's wrap this up. Bro, a lot of good talk tonight, man. I'm I'm glad you were uh, we were able to figure this out. Have you come on again? I know you've been wanting to talk about Star Wars uh, a yeah. lot. Like after any Star War- anything I talk about with Star Wars, you're like, you motherfucker, how fucking dare you? There was I mean, so much
0: hate in some of those earlier episodes. <laughs> like back in September, I remember I'd be driving to work, listening to your podcast, and being like, I'm gonna fucking punch that guy. How <laughs> dare he say that? I don't remember, like. I blocked out what you said because it hurts too much. But yeah. like, I was, I was one day. I remember being upset. I'm like, how dare he? How how dare he attack Star Wars like that? <laughs> <gasps> it was so I, bad. <laughs> I
1: remember. Oh man, you you messaged me somewhere. I remember, and you're like, hey man, that episode was great, but uh, I just want you to know you're fucking dead. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: That sounds like something I would do. Yeah, you did. Uh, <laughs> I think I remember doing that, but only a little bit.
1: <laughs> All right, brother. This has been a lot of fun, man. I, I always enjoy having you on here and uh, shooting the show with you. I know you got stuff you want to plug now since the last time. So what you got, man?
0: I have a uh, horror-themed-esque spoo- a spooky podcast called Mission Spooky. Uh, You can find us on Spotify or anywhere you get your podcasts at. It's me and another host talking about stuff that we find uh, spooky. And our most recent episode came out today when we're recording this on the 10th of December. Do I remember what it's about? No. Will I when I actually listen? Look, I record these things. People sit me down. They put a mic in front of me. And I just say things. And, what you know, that's what happens. But... We've talked about rare cryptids that are not well known, called the squonk. Definitely an episode worth uh, listening to. I just we we we're kind of new. We're still working stuff out. We're not as beautiful as Rob. We don't have all the fancy equipment he does, but you know, we're getting there. You guys, you guys also did like uh, like
1: location. Like uh, I think I remember one. You guys like really talked about locations or something in like Pennsylvania too, didn't you? Oh
0: yeah, we try and keep it local to PA, New Jersey uh, areas. I did. We both drove on "quote unquote" haunted roads separately. I went on one called Constitution Drive. That's in Allentown, Pennsylvania. Uh, it was it was um, scary because the road was barely there, and I needed new shocks. So it was pretty shocking. <laughs> Hear a lot more of my shitty jokes on that podcast. Oh my god! Michigan. No, wait. Mission Spooky. <laughs> all, right,
1: all right. man. Yeah, guys, go check out Mission Spooky. It's a lot of fun. I've listened to uh, quite a few of their episodes already. And uh, if you enjoy listening to Jeremy on here, you're going to love him over there. All right, man. Uh, again, this has been a lot of fun. Until next time, bro, keep in touch. You ever want to come on if there's some like a movie you see you want to talk about? I've been telling everyone this that's been coming on. You see something you want to talk about, man, hit me up. We'll uh, we'll put something together.
0: Okay, well, what about uh, Ghostbusters, whenever that comes out? All right, yeah, we'll wait a year, we can talk about that. <laughs> I mean, there might be stuff between, but I feel like it's movies and spooky, so, you know. All right. Uh, so let's do it. Yeah, all right.
1: I can't guarantee I'll remember this conversation. But... It's okay, I will. All right. <laughs> all right, so we'll say maybe Ghostbusters. <laughs> maybe
0: Ghostbusters? How, how dare you? <laughs> You finally did it, guys. You made me cry. <laughs> I just want to lick those tears right off your cheek, Jeremy. You just oh. want to kiss me. I think that's what it is. <laughs> oh, you got me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. But yeah, it was wonderful
1: being on. Uh, as always, man, uh, lovely having you. And uh, until next time, thank you, everybody, for tuning into Gizmos Corner yet again, the episodics. Tune in next time because we are going to be doing that review on the new humans. Alright,
0: later.